It's the end of the month and you know what that means. It's time to revisit the next Star Wars movie in reverse Hasui rating order. That's right, we've given each Star Wars film a How Star Wars Is It score, but we are revisiting them all at the ends of the month, and this month we are talking about The Force Awakens. How Star Wars Is It? Well, hello there, Mike. Hi, Josiah. Welcome, listeners. Welcome, listeners. Uh, this is How Star Wars Is It. It's the only podcast. It's where we compare things to Star Wars. We rate things on a scale of 1 to 10. Okay? What yes. more do you want? Yeah, look, you can go listen to a podcast where they recap shows or movies, or you yeah. can go and listen to something where they review things and they give it a score. You know, like, I yeah. liked it, so it's five stars and, or whatever. And you but, can but talk, sure. you can talk. You can bicker, you can bicker. You can talk, talk, talk. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, go go ahead. You just said you can a couple of times. <laughs> I did, And it made me right. think of that. Yeah, sorry, um, go ahead. And you may what ask yourself, saying? how did I get here? And you may ask yourself... Where is that large automobile? <laughs> um, and uh, what? What were we saying? The um, intro to the podcast. We, but we don't review right. things. No. Um. You know, like, hey, is this new Dear Evan Hansen movie going to be good? And we yep. say, no, yep. we don't think it is. That's not what we do. But yeah. No. It is what I just did. That's true. <laughs> what we do is we take a topic every week and we compare it directly to Star Wars and try to determine how Star Wars is it on a scale of one to 10 with Star Wars, the definition of Star Wars being all things Star Wars compiled into one single mush Star Wars chili. That's right. And so um, you you understand if you're listening to our revisit of this movie that we've already done one on where I'm assuming you're a fan. Yeah, hopefully. Um, or a listener or, or something. But you get it. We're, 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 we're trying to figure out like the most Star Wars stuff. And, and now what we've been doing this year is we've been revisiting each movie. That's right. Re-giving it took us it a something rating. like a year and a half or two years to actually do every Star Wars movie. And yeah. as we looked at the scores that they all had, they were kind they of all seem on right. the map. And we realized, did we do justice by the Star Wars movies by giving some of them things like, say, five or four? <laughs> because they are Star Wars. <laughs> well, and we were young and we were dumb and we had only been doing the show for a year and mm-hmm. we we have a much more granular scale now. That's right. So we are revisiting and we, we revisited, we watched uh, for the first time in a while for me, I think it was for you as well. Like hadn't, you hadn't, it was. We watched Force Awakens together for the commentary. Yeah. And we now recorded we're, a commentary track, Watch Along, that you can play and watch the movie and hear us talk about it. Or um, you can just play it to hear us talk. That's true. I've done that, you can I've get done that, that over on our Patreon. Uh, so we're revisiting Force Awakens. Now, Mike, you know what's funny is we watched this movie. No, I don't. You don't You don't know what's funny? I don't. Okay. <laughs> Not anything? What um, about name one funny thing? Hmm. Hmm. Okay. All right. This is hard. Mike's is, brain is. Is, no, <laughs> say, is cars funny? Like the movie? The, yes. Oh yeah. No, the movie. I guess is. Yeah. Larry the Cable Guy. That's who's funny. There we go. You do know something funny. Uh, you might know something funny 
if you're here's your sign. Here's your sign. Those are none. Of, neither of those are Larry. You did the all guy. of them. The other. I did the other blue collar comedy yeah. tour guys, and not Larry the Cable Guy. Anyway. Mike, you know what is a universally <laughs> applicable formula for comedy, even if it's what? not redneck, is that you might be a redneck. Like, it is yeah. so fun. If someone ever says, like, such and such and such, it might be a... And then someone else might go, uh, like, you might... You know, like, yeah, someone, yeah, yeah, yeah. someone um, comedy well, adjacent, know, perhaps, might, like, use that cadence to say that you might be a yes. light bulb or whatever. But then I love going, if you a glass ball filled with filament <laughs> you know like doing the setup is so fun to me <laughs> yeah yeah it's also like i think it's good that whoever did that in the first place did that joke because it's more fun now right because of the jeff original foxworthy. jeff foxworthy because like that formula exists right if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck uh-huh. it's probably a duck right but it's like the formula is made more fun by the fact that there was a <laughs> popular uh, comic and then, I don't know, fifth grader game show host. Right. Um, anyway, Mike, what I was going to say <laughs> is that we watched this movie like six days ago. That's right. And I don't remember. It. I know. Man, I we said this in the commentary, but uh, or at least I did. This is the first time in in our kind of rewatch that we've we've been hypercritical because we're together in the same room and we're talking the whole time. Um, that I was like, boy, I'm getting kind of bored. And I don't think this is a boring movie. I think everybody in it is good. And I think the pace is good. It's just like, um, there's nothing in it that's like terribly exciting because like as soon as a scene starts, you intuitively know how it's going to end. Yeah. Like it's just like a copy paste of not even just a new hope because that's like the criticism it gets, but of like movies. Yeah, there is, there is (laughs) a- How movie is it? 10. Yes. It's there a 10. An, it's a 10. There's an enjoyment in watching the prequels because there is a right. sort of, there is a sort of like, you're sort of just agog They defy choices. you to like, yes. ever like, be bored because right. like, there's always something to be like, what the fuck was he thinking? Because even, <laughs> even when the scenes are boring, you're like, why did they do? And it's like a yeah. fun, like in the factory scene in Attack of the Clones, you're like, this is so dumb. But, but you're you like, might be scanning the background to see if there's like a weird Indiana Jones Easter egg right. or something. And even then, even then you are enjoying it going, this is so dumb, yes. right? Whereas in like, Force Awakens is like so inoffensively yes. mo- movie yes. to where it, it's well made, it's it's well done, but it it is almost so so like textbook well done that there's no like sort of mm-hmm. like d- like uh like deviation from the formula that right. it ends up being yeah just a little bit boring because you can't even be like wow I can't believe they're doing this because you're like yeah no everyone's doing a good job and yeah, this right. is good and there's not to a go good... back to Dear Evan Hansen but a uh, a thing that you and I talked about early on I'm, I'm not terribly familiar with the, the cast album and the show really in general or obviously the movie yeah. as well but um, we talked early on in fact I think you brought it to my attention the reason because I, I listened to the album when everyone was talking about this new Broadway yeah. hit and I was like I don't really care about this music that no. much and then no. you really like hit it on the head for me which was like yeah they produced it the same way they produced Hamilton but Hamilton is a hip hop album and this is a right. musical theater a contemporary musical theater album and it should have felt a bit more like yes. a bunch of voices singing in a room together instead of everybody like hyper fine tuned and it's like you don't get the texture and the color 
Yeah. If it's overproduced, and this movie doesn't necessarily feel overproduced, but it does feel just like um, you. If you see the trailer, you effectively saw the movie. <laughs> right. It does, and not to like once again, people, listeners, we like this movie. Yeah, we do. You know? I like, like it. I like this movie, and I'm not saying this is a bad movie. That's not what we're saying, and because that's not what we're interested in. We're not about good or bad. But it is there. It is a strange quality that I honestly, it's a very blockbuster, modern blockbuster quality, you know, because I have seen uh, I'm trying to think of other uh, like examples recently. I guess I haven't seen that. Well, it's like a Marvel movie, right? Like, yes. no Marvel movie is going to be Long. that bad, right? <laughs> like, yeah, like, I mean, there are bad. There are a couple Marvel movies that yeah. do venture into being like, well, that was just bad and like poorly made but like especially more in more recent years they're either good or they're just like fine Mm -hmm. and and it's sort of like i watched ant-man recently for the first time um because for some reason i hadn't seen it and like it was fine you know like there was no part of it that was that like that memorable to me like it's it was, like fully fine and paul rudd is as charming as ever so like yeah, it elevates fine. it up to like a fine plus <laughs> right yeah like and like trying to remember specific marvel movies as examples is sort of hard because they all kind of blur together yeah <laughs> but it is that like it's sort of that studio feel of like i like this it's good, but it's also not different enough mm-hmm. and not bad enough and also not uh, like excellent, exceptional enough right. to sort of stick in your brain. Yeah. Which is weird because when I first saw this movie, I saw it like three times and I loved it. Yeah. You know? I, and ma- I think I like this movie. And yes, the same. I was the same way when I first saw it. I was just like jazzed as I walked out of the theater. Yeah. And I even remember like in the time between leaving the building and getting in the car thinking that was basically a new hope, but then still being kind of high from like, good star Wars is good again. And, and it's funny how like it's been what six years. And I think a major contributor to me going, I don't care about any of this is the rise of Skywalker. Yep. 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 I was just about to say, we talked about this a little bit in the commentary, but like, Something that I, I I say this in the commentary too, so go listen there, people, if you want to hear it. But like, anytime someone is like, "Oh no, a sequel or a reboot, it ruined the original," it's like, "No, it didn't. You can still go watch the original, you know, whatever." But then, the thing about, I agree with you, Mike. I'm on the same page because the thing about Force Awakens is the decisions made in Rise of Skywalker retroactively make both Force Awakens and the Last Jedi like worse to watch because all the questions that are being raised like in force awakens you're like well i know the ending and i know the answers and they're stupid you know it's like it makes it less fun to watch because you know that the ending is so unsatisfied right i feel like it's a similar thing to like how game of thrones ended so badly according (laughs) to everybody and it was like the most important show in the public consciousness for five years right longer than that and then it ended so badly that everybody sort of collectively decided. Turned on the entire thing. <laughs> right. Everyone sort of collectively was like, well, Game of Thrones isn't worth it anymore and no one cares right. about it anymore and we don't like that show. Like, have, I feel have like. Have you seen that meme of like the the hand-drawn horse that's like perfect all the way until it gets to the head and then it's like a three-year-old yeah. did it? <laughs> yeah. Game of Thrones TV show. It definitely um, feels like this. And, and you know, I will disagree partially with what you said there that it makes the other two sequel movies harder to watch. I think it makes Force Awakens much like less interesting to watch, but I um when I watch Last Jedi, it's probably just cuz I'm such a stan, but like 
I like put that out of my brain because right. Last now, Jedi I, almost could function as the end of the saga. Sure. Yeah, I, I think that like it doesn't necessarily make them either worse necessarily. It does affect my enjoyment. I think with Last Jedi, it's less of a like it's more of a feeling of like wasted potential. Yeah. You know where you're like, oh, they they made cool choices, and then to know that immediately in the next movie, canonically, they reverse all these <laughs> right. things is like. Well, that's depressing. And then yeah, the, it's, and like, it's like it's <laughs> like in this movie, J.J. Abrams did an excellent job giving us a brand new carton full of Star Wars eggs, and each one yeah. has a different color or glitter or texture to it. He took all of them and one at a time threw them up as high as he could, and it's like, oh gosh, yeah. what's going to happen? And that's where they ended at the end of the movie. They're all still mid-flight. Yeah. Then yeah, yeah. Ryan Johnson takes over, and you go up. The camera pans up to where the eggs are in the air, and you see two or three of them are actually floating and you're like how are they floating yeah. but then like a couple of them like make concrete paths back down to earth and land in crazy cool exciting different ways and other ones have like these apparatuses that are gently guiding them to earth and then all they need to do is like land and then in the last movie it's just like you see them all go like <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah, like oh well yeah. I've well, I thought maybe see, there'd be a, like a cool, like a trampoline or like a. And you see, you see the ones that already landed go back up in the air and then land again, but crush. <laughs> yeah, you see them like reverse footage, like yeah. when uh, you pour water out and then you reverse. It's it, it is like it isn't. It's like it's just disappointing in a weird way, and I and there is just some parts of this movie that are like. It's 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 all of his little stupid puzzle boxes, yes. which I think I think like seeing it for the first time in theaters experiencing it it's exciting because you're like right. wow it's so many doing questions. exactly what it's intended to do as a puzzle right. box it's making your and mind then, go okay well then what's this who could that be and then to know that so many of them go unanswered <laughs> or, or have a stupid answer is so yeah hard it's hard watching it again because you're like well and, and then i said this in the commentary too but like he does this thing <laughs> in this movie which i will say this is a this is a bad jj abrams thing that he does where he will he will present a puzzle box and instead of being like well, now, like, instead of being ambiguous and being like, well, who knows, you know? <laughs> he, he will he tell presents, you he's not going to tell yes, you. <laughs> he will present a puzzle box. Like, Maz Kanata is like, I have his lightsaber. And, and Han's like, how'd you get that? And she goes, a story for another time. Yeah. And hands it to it. And it's like, she passes okay. it through the screen <laughs> Yeah, It's like, yeah, to us. It's, and then it, we and just he does have that. this lightsaber. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> he does that multiple times where people will literally be like, well, we're not going to talk about yeah. that right now. And yeah. it's like, why not? not right like she could have said something very quickly you know like i don't know, found it at this place <laughs> like i don't know yeah and so it's just it's and frustrating right, that he, like watching it now with all this hindsight when we see a puzzle box appear and we or mystery box or whatever the term is and then we know yes, that mystery, the yeah. answer is like he's like what's in the box and then later he's like oh i lost i don't know where that box is yeah <laughs> i got yeah. rid of that box and especially like when they present stuff and making it seem like it's going to be a cool reveal or yeah, interesting yeah. information <laughs> only to never come back to it or to like reverse like the decisions that ryan johnson made it's just it makes for a harder watch um, and the other piece of the jj of it all is the thing that we talk about a lot on the show which is like everyone in this movie has seen star wars yeah, especially Ray. Ray and they is like, loved those movies. They, they watched them in the theaters those. in 1977, in 1980, mm -hmm. in 83. Well, you know you, you know what's funny is you brought something up of like, how does Finn, like, Finn got kidnapped as a child and then, like, indoctrinated into, like, the stormtroopers. And so, like, 
whatever, but he knows who Luke Skywalker is and Han Solo is, right. which is interesting because it's like in the same way that I know like who Ponce de Leon is, right? You know? And it's like, does he? Although you know, I would argue it'd be even stranger, yeah, I know right? Who it, Nixon is <laughs> right, or like since I mean, America's the Empire, right? In this in this case, for this for the sake of this analogy, right? It'd be like, like if we had a Che Guevara. Good, Right. If, if we had an actual working knowledge of what actually happened in Cuba or like, right. you know, Vietnam or something, as opposed to like the propaganda we get. And and then Ray, similarly, I'm like, did she have a good education before she was dropped off on this planet? Because, you know, like what's right. his face isn't like teaching her things. And so how does she and I don't know, that I mean, area where she lives does not seem to be the same as like luke and anakin where like well luke seems yeah. like he's on a farm but anakin's like in a city where like space yeah. pilots are coming and going so like he's gonna right. hear conversations you know tatooine seems at least like a hub yeah. of stuff and then there's also like crime lords there like jabba the hub Jabba the Hub and like Jakku for all we know who knows what Jakku is but Luke even says like, in the follow up that is pretty much nowhere <laughs> yeah so it's like like was it, this might be this is like I'm not I don't want nit, to nitpick or anything but it does seem weird that all the characters have such outside of Poe and everyone with the resistance have such a, a knowledge of like Luke Skywalker Han Solo especially because in the original trilogy Han Solo doesn't believe in Jedi which were around <laughs> like right and in his childhood right so it's like okay I don't know. Okay, but we should... Yeah, that's a really good point. Like, that that also, of course, is silly because then when he made the movies, there were Jedi everywhere. You know, like, that was just, like, right. poor thinking out of the prequels. But you're right. Like, things fade away and become mythology so fast. Yeah, so like, quickly. And, and in this movie, like, Rey and, and Finn both say, like, I thought he was a myth or whatever. But, that's like, true, they do. I don't know. You're right. Like, they've heard the name... <laughs> <laughs> and like are aware of his whole deal you're right that is like funny and inconsistent it is but Let, inconsistency let's get in, is star wars that's true let's get into some we need to like because because on these revisits we always end up taking a while figuring out what the rating is yes so like let's get into where everything stands right now yeah, before we go yes. to the break run run it down um, okay so so top to bottom Highest rating to lowest rating right now of the ones we've revisited. Return of the Jedi still has a 10. Phantom Menace has a 9.25. New Hope has a 9. Revenge of the Sith has an 8.75. Empire has an 8.5. Attack of the Clones has an (laughs) 8.25. Last Jedi has an 8. So, what really our job is kind of does... God, what a what? stupid podcast! This I know is. our podcast is our podcast my, is dumb. My brain just went shit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, me too. I oh, was like, oh, this... there should not be any stress. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is going to be a hard one. And yeah. It's like, no, it's not. It doesn't matter. And like, we made it, we made it up. But I think that we got to figure out my gut check. Does Force Awakens feel more Star Wars than Last Jedi? <sighs> Man, I, I, it, it does yeah because it is like kind of almost the most star wars but right. i don't know man when i when i think of the star wars chili i get excited you know i was i was at the airport on monday yeah, I and chili. i saw like there, there was like a, a shop in the airport and they had stance brand socks on display Mm-hmm. And I saw the Star Wars logo, like, licensed on a thing of socks, like, on the packaging, mm-hmm. like, the little, like, cardboard piece at the top, not even the socks itself. I didn't even know what the socks said. But I saw Star Wars, and my brain got that little, like, you know when you see you have, like, 30 likes on something yeah. on Instagram or whatever, that little, like, 
<laughs> yeah, it's like I and, like and this, this thing. movie does not make me feel that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, okay, so not to get simulation and simulacra on us <laughs> on the main feed, uh-huh. but Force Awakens is almost like an abstraction of Star Wars, right? It's almost a one step further. Yep. Into, it, it is almost the looking at a uh, computer door at a Walgreens that's showing you what is yes. on the inside of it. Yes. Uh, did, it's did almost you, that. Have you watched all the Star Wars Visions episodes no, yet? No, I, I have not yet. Okay, because no. there's the the third one I have described as like our formula, our, our thing of like we fed like 50 hours of whatever yeah. movies to an AI and this is what it wrote or whatever. But instead it's like we fed every Star Wars movie to an anime AI and this is the yeah. script it wrote. It's like it's like a different version of Star Wars. It's not like right. here's a story that could have happened in the Star Wars universe. It's like, what if Star Wars was different, but it's all the yeah. same? <laughs> yeah. What if we took all the parts? But yeah, yeah I, I feel like like that is Force Awakens in a, in a way is the reverse of that, where it's like, what if it was all still Star Wars? You know, it's like we took all the parts and it wasn't something different. It was the same. Right. Yes. You know? it, it sort of has its cake and eats it too because it has these new characters that fulfill a lot of the archetype things of the heroes of Star Wars movies, but in different ways. Like like uh, some people have mixes of Han and Leia yeah. or mixes of, yeah. you know, whatever. But then Each, also yeah. Han and Leia are in it. <laughs> yes. Yes. It, it is weird to be like, here's the main trio. They're each a mix of the original trio, but also the main trio is still here. Right. It's like, like what if the <laughs> new trio, like someone was like, a math nerd instead yeah. like what if not one of them any was, of the originals yeah what if it was the breakfast club like come on let's have right. some fun with it <laughs> right. let's do some jumanji stuff yeah hell what but, if it was only two people instead of three <laughs> yeah what if it was what if it was one guy but he had three people inside of him and it was father spirit <laughs> and <laughs> son and it was jesus that classic order <laughs> father spirit yeah. and son father spirit son um <laughs> One time a Jewish friend asked me to explain the Trinity and I was like, it doesn't make sense, but I'll try. And then I did. And they were like, that doesn't make sense. And I was like, I know. I know. I know. We took your your thing and we made it stupid. Made it complicated um, and like sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. It's like, ooh, there's three. Also, it's like not biblical. Anyway. So uh, what were we talking? Oh, yeah. Okay. Next, next thing. Gut check again. Does Force Awakens feel more or less Star Wars than Attack of the Clones? Um, interesting. I think okay. another thing I, we've we've talked about this before on the show, but like how old a Star Wars movie is, like yes. makes the Star Wars chili smell more like that. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's like the opposite of it's recency been sitting bias, in the pot that for is. longer. So like yeah, here's okay. Here's what we have to figure out before we go to the break. <laughs> is is the because okay, here's Return of the blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Return of the Jedi, Phantom Menace, New Hope, Revenge of the Sith, Empire, Attack of the Clones, all of these. So essentially, original trilogy and prequels, right? Uh huh. They all feel genuinely, tri- genuinely Star Wars, and not trying to be Star Wars. It doesn't feel like a meta commentary on Star Wars. It doesn't feel yes. like Solo a Star Wars reference, you know? Right. I think The Last Jedi, to an extent, also feels like it's trying to tell a story in the Star Wars universe. It doesn't feel... It, it's 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 using characters that have seen the Star Wars movies, you know? Yes, and in fact, because it is, it is 
kind of in your face about how it's trying to subvert what you expect Star Wars to be. That's almost the opposite of what this is doing, but in the same token of like, right. hey, we know Star Wars, you know Star Wars, this is Star Wars, but it's not. Whereas right. this movie, Force Awakens, is like, hey, we know Star Wars, you know Star Wars, this is Star Wars, but it is. <laughs> but it is. So I think what we have to figure out is... I think it's movie... between Attack of the Clones and Last Jedi. I think it does bump above sure. Last Jedi. I, I I think what we have to figure out, like even even for future movies, because even for like Solo and Rise of Skywalker and Rogue One, is like is the meta knowledge or like the meta ness of the newer movies having characters who essentially have all seen the Star Wars movies? Does that make it? Does Less. that give it points yeah, or take away great points? You know, point because, because the twenty first century of Star Wars or or rather like the Disney era of Star Wars is all so meta aware and in fact the prequels are meta aware in a different way yeah for um, sure so yeah maybe meta aware is in fact Star Wars right but I don't and know I, it's um I think the question is how it's, like it's annoying about it you know what I mean right. <laughs> it's because I, I don't think it's like a I don't think it's a universal it gives it points or takes away points but I think it's like a context thing of like how does it feel does it feel in my mind and here's here's what I'm thinking does it feel genuine does it feel like they're trying to tell a story in the Star Wars universe right. or does it feel like they're trying to tell a Star Wars story right. you know what I mean like like um the Clone Wars and Rebels will oftentimes have a character in the background that it's like, oh, that's that species. They knew we liked that person. Or like right. it, someone might say, you know, obviously I've got a bad feeling about this, but someone yeah. might say some like verbatim line that like Yoda said in Empire or whatever. And it's just sort of like a, oh, hey, I caught that. And those right. are also very like meta, but it's, um, they're like, kind of cute right and, and it's these, also like these movies do including including last jedi to a degree do are, are sort of like annoying about like we all have yeah. seen star wars <laughs> yeah so i i think like all that being said it feel i think you're right i think it's i think force awakens doesn't feel as star wars as attack of the clones because it doesn't feel as genuine but it feels maybe a little more star wars than last jedi because it's playing it safe and mm. it's playing it more by the book you know mm-hmm but we don't have to wait. Well, we can continue discussing. But we should probably go to the break real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we can come back. Woohoo! And, and we're, we're giant pig ass. <laughs> <laughs> I was going And we're Chewy, we're home. Oh, but that, yeah. And Chewy, we're home. And Chewy, we're home. All oh right. Oh, my God. Listeners, my freaking throat. Mike's got a, is losing his voice a little bit, everybody. So be nice. Be kind. Um, Okay, let All me right. move some stuff around. I have the game this week. Welcome back, listeners. Sorry. Welcome. Um, uh, so, let's see. Um, because we're doing another Star Wars movie, this week we are revisiting our old classic, the Star mm-hmm. Wars Minute Game. Yes. Um, uh, and just like last time, Josiah, um, because it's solo play and not uh, we don't have another competitor, uh-huh. Um I uh, we're we're doing the version where if you get it if you get the minute right on the nose right. you get five points and then if you're five minutes in either direction of the minute you get four points and then if you're ten minutes in either way three fifteen two twenty one and listeners what I'm describing here is I'm gonna say a moment in every one of the nine S- Skywalker Star Wars movies um, and Josiah has to guess what minute of the movie that occurs in yeah. 
Now, the um, good news is, is apparently I I um, have at least one note here in my uh, notes app that is a previous score on a previous game. So I'll be able to compare my performance oh, to, nice. our, cool. okay. to our July episode, whichever one that was. So, I all think right. that was probably the most recent one we did this in because the oh, last right, right, right. Star Wars movie we covered, I think we did a different game. I think you're right, yes. Oh, uh, it was with Delaney. That's right. Yeah. He made the game. Yeah. Um, okay. Your options for the theme are... All right. Dismemberment. Great. First appearances. Okay. Special edition moments. Okay. Music moments. Okay. Oh, and that's that's the end. That's it. <laughs> Great. I am scared that they're all going to be like when did c-3po first appear but i guess we already did that one didn't yeah we? that was in the c-3po moment right. game <laughs> i want to do um i think i want to do what was the second to last one you said a special edition oh yeah that sounds fun let's do some special edition moments great um this game is i mean it's it's a fairly literal description um I'm going to name a moment in all the Star Wars movies of when a, like, added or tweaked thing happens. And then when we get to the uh, the current day movies where they just went, you know, straight to Blu-ray or whatever, um, it's just moments that happen, I guess. I, moments I'm that looking just... At, I, 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 I recorded this all down in a spreadsheet, like, a year ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are they moments that feel like they're special editions? Well, one of them does, and then one of them feels like a, a meta thing that you have to be aware of, like, behind the scenes. But then sure. one, I don't know why I selected it. <laughs> hey, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out together. We will. Um, okay, we do this in um, uh, release order. Again, it's just the main nine movies, not Solo or Rogue One, although right. I should probably get those at the ready to do when we cover those movies. <laughs> That's true. It's coming up. Okay, we start in 1977 with A New Hope, although, of course, this is the special edition. Uh, these are also all from Disney+. Plus. Great. So there's a, a million different A New Hopes. This is the Disney+, Plus A New Hope, and this is the moment where, in fact... Greedo shoots first. <gasps> yes. Okay, that's going to be semi-early. We're not in the Millennium Falcon yet. I'm going to say... Oh, oh, and I, I forgot to give you the runtime of the movie is 124 minutes. Right. I'm going to say 30. Minute 30. Minute 30. You are 21 off, so you get zero points. Wait, what is it's it? It's minute 51. Oh, yeah, I, there's a we don't meet there's them for the, a like, while. There's all the like Leia space battle stuff, and then there's all the like Luke and Obi Wan stuff, and then McClunky. yeah, that was bad. <laughs> and then McClunky. I did a bad job. Sorry, everyone. Okay, how many points? Empire I got Strikes one Back, point, which is 127 minutes long. This is when Vader's on a Zoom call to the Emperor, and the Emperor is actually Ian McDiarmid instead of a monkey face. Oh, right, <laughs> right, right, right. Oh God, I have no idea. I can't remember like. Why does that happen? I don't know. This is just a ball. This is going to be a shot in the dark. So we're just going to split it right down the middle and say like 60. Uh, you're very close. It That was six off. So you are within 10. So you get three points for that. <gasps> it was at minute 54. Yeah. Very good. Good, good job, me. Uh, the next one is Return of the Jedi, which is a 134 minute long movie. Mm-hmm. 
And this is Jedi Rocks, oh, the song no. that Cy Snoodles sings. That's like, that's, why I'm a baby, Jedi, why that's, pretty, that's pretty early. I'm going to say, I'm going to say minute mm, 15. Wow, very good. It's 13. Yeah. So that's four points for you for that one. Nice. What's your uh, running point total so far? Uh, I've got... I only got one point in the first one, right? You got zero on the first one. Oh, I got zero on the first one. <laughs> uh, then my total is seven. Uh, <laughs> okay, cool. What about you playing along at home, listeners? <laughs> yeah, what'd you get? Uh, okay. Good job. Now, there was a dark period between Return of the Jedi and uh, there was a bunch of comics and shit and like role-playing games. And then, 1999, comes The Phantom Menace... And this yes. is minutes, or excuse me, this is a movie that lasts 136 minutes. Mm-hmm. And this is the new first appearance of CGI Yoda oh. in the Disney Plus version. And in, you know, some Blu-ray, I think also, they took out puppet Yoda, who, who they did in fact use in Phantom Menace, and they replaced him right. with CGI Yoda. Oh, damn when shame. do we first see Yoda in Phantom Menace? Oh, God. I have no idea. I don't know, like... Minute 45. Think about all the shit that happens. No, there's so much that happens. How long is the movie? 136 minutes. Minute 100. Uh, That's closer than your first guess. It's minute 85. All right. So you're right at 15 off, so you get two points for that. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, right. Like, there's, there's like, all the, the, the fast dash... Uh-huh. That Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon do. And, and then, then they pod go away to Naboo. And then there's all the Naboo shit. And then, like... Tatooine. Wait, do they do they talk to Yoda before they go to Tatooine? I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, probably not. Probably not. I wonder... Let's ask I Pete. I think I have when do we first Pete. meet Anakin. But, like, that's probably... Like, it's probably shocking how late we first meet Anakin. Oh, yeah. Who is... Ostensibly, the protagonist of the prequels. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's okay. a good chunk of the movie without him. Um, Attack of the Clones mm-hmm. is 142 minutes long, and there's nothing super glaring that was added or changed. I mean, there were some changes, um, but they were like, uh, like clean up to the film or things like that. Um, so this is the minute that Yoda's doing flips and shit with his lightsaber. Yeah. And then I realized that goes on for a long time. So I said, let's say it's when he first ignites his lightsaber. <laughs> okay, that's pretty late. Oh, and the movie is 142 minutes. I'm going to say like one... What do you think, listener? One, one thirty. That's exactly right. Yes! 130 minutes in exactly. Wow. Wow, very good. That's five points. When I'm right, I'm right. Yep. <laughs> Which is the nature of this game. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, true about absolutely everything. Everything. Yep, it's true. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's Okay, moving on to the last prequel, Revenge of the Sith, 140 minutes long. Woof. Let's see. This is also not like a a retouch or anything, but it's just like crazy. And I think that's kind of just what things are from here on out. I mean, things are crazy. This is just a crazy thing. This is when General Grievous extends his arms and turns lightsabers into mini golf windmills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His arms have arms. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's also pretty late. Uh, one fifteen. 
Or is it early? No, wait, because there's the whole fight at the end. (gasps) Oh, yeah, right. Is it, I'm going to say 80. Yeah, it's 59. Wow, that happens way earlier than I remember. Yeah, crazy. So that's also zero zero points. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's like puzzling to me. Again, I wrote this game so long ago. I know I like did it all correctly, but holy shit. Well, I'm doing a bad job. Uh, Yep. (laughs) Yep, you are. (laughs) Okay, next uh, is the movie we're talking about this week, The Force Awakens, which is a 138-minute runtime. And again, this isn't like, this is more like behind the scenes than... than, Is uh, it the bread? Special edition. No. (laughs) It is when... The stormtrooper gets mind tricked, and he's Daniel Craig. Right, 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 right. That's pretty late-ish. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you uh, are not aware, when Ray is captured and uh, Kylo Ren is trying to get information out of her by sucking her forehead with his hand, he walks away, and then she convinces the stormtrooper to let her free. That stormtrooper is played by James Bond himself, yep. Daniel Craig. He was actually also in character as James Bond while filming, because he had to be. Yeah, he was doing like an American accent, but like because in that instance, James Bond would also. Right, 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 because he's undercover. Um, under the cover of a helmet, and... And under the covers. Uh-huh, wink. So that's going to be late-ish. <laughs> I'm going to say like, what, how long is this movie? 140? Um, 138. I'm going to say 115. Uh, 92. Okay, that wasn't very good. (laughs) Okay, that wasn't very good. Yeah, you're right. That's more than 20 minutes away. Uh, Uh, I used to be be good at this game. I don't know what happened. Um, You're right, though, but that's that's the thing with this movie. It's, It's not... Like, like you could rearrange every set piece and it would like sort of kind of still be the same yeah, movie. Yeah, you would get the same experience. Like, it does build on itself. Like, I, I guess I'm being like really shitty on a movie that I like, but uh, it it is just like a color by numbers Star Wars. Like, yeah. you, you, it's like one of those color by numbers for little babies that you yeah. get the like white marker and all yes. it does is actually reveal the color that's already like cooked into the paper. Yeah. <laughs> So when you go outside the lines, it doesn't actually do anything. Right. Anyway, speaking of going outside the lines, the next movie is the longest. The Last Jedi, 152 minutes. And Oof. this is the moment, and I have no, again, I this don't, don't know why I chose this This is the moment. Okay, <laughs> this ahead. is the moment that Paige Tico presses the button and the bombs drop. Oh, that's pretty early. Uh, 10 minutes. Very close. It was 12. All right. So that's a four-point guess right there. Not bad. Now, here's a bonus question. Okay. Why is that what I chose? I don't know. That's a good question. Is it because people like to argue about the bombs dropping and that's kind of meta? I don't know. Yeah. People hate those bombs. They hate those bombs. Maybe it's also that, like, she's sort of the main character of the first, like, 15 minutes. And then there are 12, I suppose it is. Other than uh, Poe. Poe, yeah. And then she's gone, and then we're kind of like, oh. Yeah. It's, man, fuck, that movie's so good. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> um, okay. And then the last one, The Rise of Skywalker. And again, it hasn't really been retouched or anything, but this is this is a um, special edition-worthy moment spiritually to some of these other things because it's so silly. <laughs> 
It's when Hux says, I'm the spy. (laughs) (laughs) Are those his exact words? Okay, not only, like, is is the sequel trilogy, like, they all saw Star Wars, but, like, he saw the opening crawl of that movie. Yeah. He was (laughs) like... Like, it actually, like, flew by his spaceship, and he was like, oh, they know there's a spy. He was like, no. Is that are those exact words? He says, "I'm the spy." He says, "I'm the spy." Wow. He, he like it looks like our heroes are goners, and then all of a sudden, shots are fired, and the people who were gonna shoot them fall down dead, and you see Hux, and he goes, "I'm the spy." That's hilarious. What a stupid movie. So funny. that's gonna be okay. Once again, who fucking? I was gonna say, could knows? you even guess within a half hour? <laughs> no, I mean it could be literally at the beginning, could be at the very end. I have no idea. Yep. I'm gonna say like I don't know. It could be a lie, and it's not even something that happened in that movie. 70? Very good guess. It's 63. Hey! So you are within 10 minutes. That's a three-pointer right nice. there. So what is your total, and did you beat your last score? All right, let's score? see. We got 7, 9, 14, uh, 19, 22. That's my total. Last time, I had 9, 13, 14... Oh, looks like I stopped keeping track because there's only six entries. So who knows? <laughs> okay. Well, listeners, your score to beat Josiah is a 22. So uh, if you beat me, you get to be the host of this podcast now. Uh, Yay. I love the minute game. It always makes me feel smart or stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're right, you're right. You're right. You're right. And when you're wrong, <laughs> you're wrong. So um, where did we land? What were we? Yeah. Talking so about? remind me. I I do think we at least I I think slotting it above the Last Jedi, but under Attack of the Clones yeah. feels right. That feels right to me. Because Attack of the Clones feels so much Star Warsier to it me. It really does. Reason. I mean, uh, it's just something. About, it's like <laughs> bad. Yeah. There's just something about the prequels and like the the like the the dumbness of them that feels like so. And I got to go back to once again, I feel like there is a genuine earnestness that is and, and, I, and not to say that the performers and the filmmakers of the Disney era aren't genuine or earnest, but there is a slight sense of separation yeah. of being that that sort of meta thing of like, you know, being sort of obsessed with the story of Star Wars inside of a Star Wars movie that sort of just makes it feel less. Yeah. It, it feels like um, the corporate decision to, um, after New Coke didn't do too well, to release Coke Classic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like, yeah, yeah. oh, so it's literally just a new title and, like, some marketing? Yeah, yeah. That's what it feels <laughs> it, like. You know, it's funny, though. Our highest scorer ever, and the one that we really, like, hold to, is Return of the Jedi, which is kind of the first time... I was just thinking, like, you know, Last Jedi... And and, uh, uh, Attack of the Clones being so close together is funny to me because they are both big swings. Yes. And certainly one of them is like a bad big swing and others might argue that the other one is too. And I I would say Star Wars was a big swing. I would say Empire was a big swing. Yeah. I would say Phantom Menace was a big swing. I would say all the prequels are. And in fact, Return of the Jedi, I would say probably is the first Star Wars movie released that was not really a swing. Right, they were Because they were like, safe. let's just land the plane. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, like, that's true. Because this does have Return of the Jedi energy that it's just like, we've got, we've got a cash cow here and we gotta well, get it over the milking bucket. I think the argument that I would make is that Return of the Jedi, because when we gave it such a high rating, 
it was because it has the elements of good Star Wars and the elements of bad Star Wars. So it is like, that's right. It is the like, it's not necessarily taking a swing, but it's taking elements of when it's a swing and a miss and it's in there and it's taking elements from when it's a swing and a home run and that's also in there, you know? Whereas for Force Awakens is definitely also playing it very safe, but also I don't feel the same elements of both in there. You know what I mean? It's playing it safe because it's like keeping its eye on the budget and the demographics. Whereas Return of the Jedi was playing it safe because like uh, Lucas likes the sandbox he built. And in fact, he was like, I got to finish this trilogy. Playing it safe, safe because they hired a director who was like sort of inexperienced. And that's true. Lucas ended up sort of backseat directing the whole time. And yeah, I'm sure it was fraught with troubles in the same way that all the like movies of the eighties were. Yeah. And I mean, there's also a weird sense of like playing it safe, like doing the same plot of the movie that you did 10 years ago. Uh Could maybe be seen. As, as like a real swing That's, you know like you're right there is a sense of that that is like i don't know it feels weird in it a feels way like party line it feels like finding out that like someone who seemed to be somewhat progressive as like a democrat senator is in fact just like fully bought and paid for yeah 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 <laughs> you know like oh okay it's another one of these yeah <laughs> well so yeah i mean i think that so do we need to i don't know do we need to move anything up or down because i like last jedi at an eight yeah i do um, too because it's number eight it's a number eight and then, but then attack of the clones right now is a is an eight and a quarter yeah and is everything else like everything else is in point two point two fives we could go up to yeah. thirds yeah or like uh eighths that's how i think like half quarter eighth because of because m- it's round inches. yeah so should we do i mean should we give it a eight and an eighth for <laughs> an 8.125 yeah, 8.125 that's funny to me yeah that's funny yeah i'm fine with that yeah i like it the, it, listeners if uh, if this is your first star wars revisit episode of ours we we uh we had a lot of Star Wars movies that had the exact same score before we started this revisit, and our main goal behind revisiting these was to come up with the definitive rank and thus give every Star Wars movie a its own unique score. Yes. Um, because, like, when when uh, we, we finally finished all of them, we were like, okay, there's, like, four that are eight, so which one's the highest eight? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that puts us now... Here's the power ranking. We'll go yeah. le- least to greatest now. Last Jedi is an 8. Force Awakens is 8.125. Attack Clones is 8.25. Empire, 8.5. Revenge of the Sith, 8.75. New Hope, 9. Phantom Menace, 9.25. Return of the Jedi is a still a 10. Yeah. Um, that feels good to me. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think so, too. It's um And, and... If, if you hear any of those and you think, oh, man, that's low, you know, like, Last Jedi is only an 8, remember that we have also reviewed other things that are, like, sci-fi movies that get, like, a 6. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and remember the first time we reviewed um, Force Awakens, we gave it a 7. <laughs> right, right. And then we gave Rogue One a 5 and a 6, and we gave Solo a 6, which is, like, these are Star Wars movies, you know? Right. So Yeah, I feel like we should even maybe predict now that like there will not be a Star Wars movie under seven. Yeah, I think it feels wrong. Yeah, I think that that feels right to me. Like that should be the demarcation line, you know? Right. 
Where it's like, and it doesn't mean that something won't come around that breaks that line that isn't sure, a Star Wars. Thing. Sure, it could, it could. It's just like if it is a Star Wars movie, it's probably not less than right. that. You know, <laughs> right? Um, well, this this might be a little bit of a short episode, but that's okay. Leave some meat on the bone, and also, if you want to hear us talk more about this, go listen to the Patreon. Oh, yeah, gosh, guys, <laughs> like, I, I, not to undersell it because, like, it, I. Uh, I've said it already on this episode, but I think this movie might be boring on its like third or fourth rewatch. Yeah. But like if you want to hear us talk about it, I would say just go, you know, it's a, you know, think of it as a two hour long podcast episode. Yes, I have absolutely listened to a commentary track for a movie from podcasters. just while not watching the movie. Oh yeah. Whenever, uh, whenever I even entertain the notion of listening to a podcast commentary, I'm nowhere near the film. No, yeah, I'm not <laughs> watching the movie. So we do not expect you to, but I don't know. We talk a lot about the stuff we talked about here, but also there was say a lot of other things. Um, once again, we like this movie. It's a fine movie. Yeah, it's, it's good. I don't want everyone to think we were shitting on it because I don't want it to come across that way. It's just what like this movie fully encapsulates my feelings about star Wars in general. Yeah. You know, like friends and coworkers who are aware that I do a star Wars podcast. It's like, I mean, it is kind of, but yeah, I I don't know how to describe it, but without being like, it's not really a Star Wars podcast, but it like fully is. Yeah. Anyway, people know I like Star Wars, and they will probably you know it'll work its way into conversation sometimes. Like, oh yeah, hey, he loves Star Wars. How Star Wars is whatever. Yeah. And I always think like, I I don't have the energy, or I don't want to like bring the room down by saying like I think Star Wars is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I'm. It is my favorite thing, but it's only fine. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. I was talking with my little brother the other day about how like he was talking about like some people, you know. I think the started talking about the conversation started talking about like criticisms of, criticisms of Hamilton the musical, mm-hmm. and like you know I was like it's a great musical didn't didn't do a good job uh talking about the actual founding fathers you know like not 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 a great subject matter and i was like and those two things can be can exist at the same time can and both be true and yeah. we were talking about how that's just something that's difficult for 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 everybody is is saying i like this thing that means it's good you know and i think that's something right. we have both maybe it's just getting older or like I don't know what it is maybe it's having a Star Wars maybe we've talked about Star Wars too much because I feel the exact same way I was telling my brother I was like yeah one thing I've like on my stupid Star Wars podcast I'm like yeah I don't I mean yeah I like Star Wars but also there's more bad movies than there are good movies so like whatever (laughs) I don't don't care that much right that was a realization we came to at the end of one of our other commentaries I think that we were like do we either of us like Star Wars (laughs) I was like I like it okay is it like I don't and I feel the same way when people like talk to me about my show or like if they find out about it and they're like oh how Star Wars is it I'm like it's not my thing okay like I like it a regular amount or like yeah, maybe right. slightly more than regular amount, you know? Yeah, I would even say I like it more than 95% of people yeah, in I, the sense of like I know weird background characters yeah. and I, and I feel know, like pay I attention fall, to news about I it. I fall a little lower, maybe like 80, right. 85%, you know, percentile. Yeah. But I'm like, if you want to make fun of me or like, you know, talk about the thing I know too much about, then like let's talk about superheroes, you know? Like, st- yeah, like right, get it right, right, people. Come on. <laughs> right. But anyway... It is funny, like, <laughs> like it, it, th- this movie does really make me, and it might just be that like uh, life is tiring right now. Yeah, but like yeah, this movie does yeah. make me go like, <sighs> yeah, just a big sigh. Okay, yeah. like, 
And once, yeah, I think something you said there's like a two seconds there, like that this on the fourth or fifth watch, this movie's not as good feels right to me. It's like movies have a certain shelf life. So like some, yeah. some movies you can watch over and over again. Like, yeah, like Back to the Future, I'm somehow on the edge of my seat at the end of it every yeah. time. Like, oh, my God, is he going to make it? Is the is the thing going to hit the lightning and, thing at the right time? And, and I think there's also, like, you know, we talk sometimes about how, like, the hype and, like, the in-the-theater, like, psyched feeling of, like, Phantom Menace when it first came out. Because, like, even yeah. though it wasn't great, afterwards people were like, that was amazing, you know? And I think, like not to say force awakens is bad once again, but I think the culture and feeling like the, the culture surrounding star Wars and the hype surrounding, Oh, a new star Wars movie. And like the feeling of getting to watch it and it was good. And you yeah, know, the first totally. in theaters is like, you can't replicate that when you're watching it for the fourth time, like at home <laughs> right. on a TV yeah. five years later, when, which is funny. Cause the opposite is true about the prequels. Like after yeah. Phantom Menace hype died down and people all of a sudden, like the entire world decided the prequels are bad. Even before like the two and three came out, yeah. They have such like richness for lack of a better word or like business going yes. on and like weird decisions that like they do age like a fine wine cuz yeah. you can pick out little uh, maybe, notes here and there. Maybe that'll <laughs> happen to the to the Disney era stuff too cuz like Possibly. Once again, like it's whatever the opposite of recency bias is comes into play yeah, a lot right. with like the older it is the more we feel like it's, you know, Anyway, whatever. I just think this one won't be a fine wine. It'll be like um, a craft beer. Yeah, I was going to say, you have a good it beer. the first time, you're like, this is what I wanted. But if you try to age it, it will just sort of like get old. Well, also, <laughs> if you drink if you drink like too many of a craft beer, it's like, well, that's not how you're supposed to drink those. <laughs> they're, 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 they're big. They're heavy. I'm full. This is yeah. making me feel tired. Yeah, you can have like five Michelob Ultras. If you have five like <laughs> dogfish head IPAs, you're going to die. Right. Um... Anyway, that's the show. So, yeah. do you want us on the internet? Because you can find us on Star Wars is it on Twitter and Instagram. You can email right. us at a good podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we love getting emails. And we haven't got one in a while, so send us an email. Is that right? I haven't even checked. <laughs> uh, it's right. We do check all the time, though. I, I've always got it up. Um, okay. Uh, so I, I'm always in your heads up display. Yeah, I mean we got. I don't know if listeners, if you've never actually seen pictures of well, us. Well, um, <laughs> Josiah always has like Google Glass. It's true on, on his eyes. Well, Mike, I should say I, I said we haven't got an email in a while. We've got a lot from Anchor. We've got a lot from, from Twitter. Yeah, and from like T Public. <laughs> We've got a lot from. Oh, actually, these are two really good emails. Okay, first, this is from <laughs> Jasmine Harbor at gmail.com. It is titled. The new monetary director. Dear sirs, good evening. How do you do? Fiat money is forcing the technological cycle, accelerating economic robotization and generating forced unemployment. Excess money is killing Western society. We must therefore overthrow the four coordinators of the four fundamental macroeconomic variables and appoint a new director of the money orchestra. Is this the opening crawl to <laughs> Phantom Menace? <laughs> I started reading it and I was like, what is this? And then now I don't know what it is. I thought it was like a scam, but this is like a, is, is this a conspiracy? I don't know what's happening. I'm going to go ahead and star this and never delete it. Um, <laughs> so anyway, if you want to get starred and never deleted, you can email the, us at a good podcast. The other one, hold on. This is a really good email too. Cause this one was more recent. It's from Ronaldo eight, six, nine P O L at gmail.com. Hello there. Android app, e-commerce app and iOS app specialist. P paragraph break iPhone app and hybrid app creative paragraph break hotel and restaurant app 
is in bold. Online grocery store app, also in bold. <laughs> Healthcare and clinic app, gym, fitness, and workout app, education app, real estate app, tour and travel app, jewelry app, academic acadi- ac- <laughs> academy app, music and multimedia app, redesigning and redeveloping, not an app, websites, parentheses, static, dynamic, shopping portals, closed parentheses, highlighted, please share your exact requirements and direct contact number. Thanks, Ronaldo. So I don't know what he wants. <laughs> Once again, not really a scam, just like a strange... Right. Yeah, just like business opportunity. Any apps. <laughs> I don't know. He's just listing kinds of apps. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, so anyway, that's our email. That's our little email corner yeah. here at the end of the show. That's our reader. And you that's can reader also mail. find us on the internet at Patreon. We do a weekly bonus episode and a monthly commentary track, like we've already said. Uh, that's patreon.com slash how Star Wars is it for just the price of a cup of sort of expensive coffee. You know, it's five dollars. It's five dollars per month, guys. Uh, yeah. You can join us on Patreon. You get access to the Discord to chat with us, and you uh, get bonus episodes. It's great. Um, and then you can also find out more about us in the show notes if you want to follow us on social media. Yeah, no oh, one God, sent me I'm a board like explaining that. No one sent me a letter yet telling me if they re- read the show notes. So, oh right, we'll see. <laughs> um, that's about time for say bye bye. So, <laughs> like we always say. <laughs> We, we love, love you. you. And may the fourth be with you. Bye. Good night. And good riddance. <laughs>